0: How's your day going?
1: Uh, so far so good. Uh, just the usual. I'm um, having my day off today of work, and you know, errands, groceries. Starting to snow, so it's like ah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Just
0: a normal day in the life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just a normal day. You know, boring things. <laughs> <Did you laughs> today, have nice, at least.
0: Did you have a nice sort of Halloween period? You know, the the do you do you do much of a Halloween? Do you celebrate it?
1: Um I like normally don't celebrate, but I do have my thing here going on. I had a couple of friends over. We watched horror movies until we couldn't watch them anymore. And and we passed, like, okay. Our our eyes were already square for so many movies we were watching. Um, and last night we my roommate and I were handing just um candies to the very few kids that were knocking our doors. And yeah, it's getting so cold here and I get so lazy (laughs) when it's cold that I'm just in a blanket mood, hot chocolate, book
0: or movies. (laughs) Have Have you lived in Canada your entire life?
1: No, I'm from Chile, actually, and I've been living here in Canada for six years now. Yeah, um, and seriously, the uh, the weather here is one of the things that I was not ready to face. Um, where I come from in Santiago, we don't have this kind of winter. It's like a regular winter, some rain here and there. You do have snow in the mountains. But <laughs> when I came here, it was the middle of summer in Santiago, like 35 degrees Celsius. And I land here in Calgary and it it was minus 20 covered in snow and I was like what? (laughs) So yeah that's one of the things that is like winter mode is more being home and doing things indoors and when it's not storming like ice skating and stuff like that is fun.
0: Does does that such a shift um, on a personal yeah. level stunt uh, your creativity when you kind of hit these colder, wintry months? Do you feel less motivated to be, as say, a creative as you normally are?
1: It's easier for me to get more creative uh, during winter mm-hmm. than in summer because in summer all I want to do is being outside, like daylight, soaking ah. up some rays, some rays, the sun, natural vitamin D. There's so much to do here. Um, I love uh, riding my bicycle or rollerblading or just hanging in the park, reading my books outside in the middle of the park, like laying down under a tree and stuff like that. So that's in whatever other outdoor activities I can get. (laughs) Yeah. But winter is like, okay, you look outside, it's snowing, it's minus 20. Mm, I think I'm going to stay home today.
0: <laughs> We're talking about creativity, of course. The Inferno Doll. This is mm-hmm. something I want to delve a little bit into. Really, your background and where um, where your background in music comes from to begin with.
1: Okay, so um, music in my life started when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, my dad taught me to play the guitar uh, when I was a very very little kid. I don't remember how old I was, but probably less than ten.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: And um, I had a music teacher in school when I was baby me, and he was always um, encouraging me to sing, to get more into music. And I started doing it because of him. Um, Then later I moved to, I was living in the North of Chile. Then I moved to the capital, uh, Santiago. I got introduced to metal music when I was around 12. And then I took some lessons here and there. I got into classical singing for a couple of years. Um, Then I started singing in bands. My first band was um, hardcore melodic punk band. It was super fun. One of, oh, what a great moment. I mean, one of the best memories I have, yes. Um, Then I was, oh, I wasn't a, Nightwish, Nightwish tribute. I wasn't very good at it, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> to be honest. I love Tarya. I mean, the very first time that I listened to Nightwish, I was just starting with classical singing, and it was like, oh my god, this is amazing! You mm-hmm. can mix opera and metal and all that. And later, like on two thousand hmm, eight-ish, I think it was, I. I became the front woman of the metal band, Chilean metal band Sacramento until 2015 when I decided to go solo. And I came here and here I am.
0: <laughs> was there anything particular that prompted uh, the, that big, or I mean, that entire life? I'll forget just the move oh, to Canada, yeah. but the decision to go solo?
1: Um, I was having this urge of just creating things beyond what I was doing at that moment. I wanted to go more into into a more theatrical approach and storytelling and a lot of costumes, things involved in trying to become a character. Mm -hmm. I really like theater. And one of the first things that really got me into classical singing was the Phantom of the Opera I, by accident, um, watched um, the show from, I think it was um, from the BBC, and it was being like broadcast on Chilean TV, and I watched one episode, it was a mini show, and um, Carol Dance, I think it was The Mm -hmm. Phantom, and I was like, oh my god, what is this, everything about it, I love the aesthetics, little bit of horror i was such a kid i mean i didn't understand so many things but when i saw the phantom and christine singing it was like anyways so where i was going with this (laughs)
0: um but that's okay i mean yeah uh, building on that um the decision to as you say go on on what you wanted oh yeah oh yes
1: and then i one day um We were hanging at my old place and my friend gabriel was there Mm. and i was like you know what i would like to do something different from sacramento that it will involve these kind of things and this kind of music approach would you be interested in joining forces and help me construct the music and everything and he said yes and i think a couple of days later he sent me one of his own songs that he had written that he never used on his solo album. Oh, Gabriel Hidalgo is um, guitarist and producer from Chile. And I've been working with him since day one. So we wrote together my first album as a solo artist, um, Domination, the, the story about this alter ego, um, leaving my body and taking over and locking me up. So everything is about, I was just trying to tell the world that I'm not just me, that I have this artistic part inside of me, and this is the way that I wanted to express it.
0: How did you, I mean, those early days, sticking to those early days specifically, Mm -hmm. and uh, the first sort of um, growth of this character, if you want, this idea, this um, figure, where, Where did you, not so much draw inspiration, but where did you find the light? Where was the balance about where you shut your imagination down, where you could be, all these ideas are flowing through your mind, but you also need to find something tangible to grab onto. How did that become what it became?
1: Hmm, That's a good question. Um, I think all the pieces came together when I came here after I released the P Sacrifice. Yep. Because at the beginning, at the very beginning, I was just exploring, getting into a territory that was slightly unknown for me, getting more into songwriting and also uh, being the creative director of everything and trying uh, trying to project what was in my head into a piece of paper or into a workout or photography. Before it was like, um, uh, it was a team, I had band members and we were all like given ideas for the concept of the whole band. Yep. But as a solo artist, I'm like, how am I going to present myself? How can I do this, the all the creativity and at the same time keeping my feet on the, on the ground? And um, wow. Seriously, I uh, it was still is a learning experience all the time, all the time.
0: Well, of course, because sacrifice the EP. I mean, we're only talking roughly less than well, less than two years ago, right? It was somewhere around December, December twenty twenty.
1: Uh October, I think it was. Yeah, it was for Halloween, actually.
0: Of course. And
1: that was the first time where Gabriel and I worked uh, online. It was. incredible difficult at the beginning. Yeah, That was me in my room just writing songs, not having Gabriel by my side and telling him, you know, I have this idea, let's work on this idea and let's make the song in probably one day or less than one day. So it was just me taking the time with, back then I didn't have a MIDI controller or mm. a keyboard. <laughs> so I was using an application on my um, iPhone there was a piano, oh. and, uh, and yeah, I, I was very limited with um, um, things, uh, equipment, and recording software back then. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I don't care how I'm gonna do it. So I'm just, I was just tapping the um, like the phone, like this, mm. and I wrote um, ghost walls, and then I think the first one I wrote first from sacrifice was um, sacrifice. I just wanted, I have these voices in my head, literally (laughs) voices, and I just sing all the voices and I sent him the demo and we met on our very first meeting via Skype and he was like why don't we do this and he started to propose uh, some guitar arrangements here and there. Uh, more atmospheric sounds in the background. And I brought on board my friend Don Howard and she played the Greek bouzouki in that song. So, oh my God. Yes, I think Sacrifice was the the um, season that helped me to put all the pieces together of what the Inferno Doll
0: means but to also... me and, and everything. I presume also still a, a, a heavy learning experience in putting these together in the way you had to do them and to what the capabilities you were able to do by 2022. I'd imagine yeah. it's been quite a development.
1: Yeah, it's been now I have a better software to record myself. I have a MIDI controller. It's easier to <laughs> compose in a MIDI controller. And um, but uh, always the voice is like my instrument. So if I have an idea of a um, violin or whatever, I would just sing the melody and give the melody to the person that will perform the violin part or something like that.
0: Do you have a limit on your imagination for what you want to create with the Inferno Door or is it basically pliable day by day, week by week? If something fresh or new or interesting comes to you, you may incorporate it.
1: That's a really good one. Yeah, actually, it all comes in seasons. For domination, it was like showing everyone, or even myself, my ability to be a solo artist and create this character or this alter ego, that this insignment and make this crazy storyline. And. And then sacrifice more down to earth. Okay, I left my country. I'm starting from scratch. And is that was kind of more of a personal growth at EP. And then um, I always get inspired for things that happened in that time. Um, when, the co- when COVID happened and the lockdown happened, sorry, I have a little bit of a cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the lockdown at the beginning, it was okay for me. Mm. But then it was not just the lockdown, but the fact that we're in lockdown, I'm not home. (laughs) I'm far away from everyone, from family, friends and everything. And I was already a big fan of Dracula. Mm. But right on that moment, on, on that time, I needed something to like, just clear my mind. And I got into Dracula again. And I started doing some research about the the author, Bram Stoker. And I met people that knew so many things about the novel that I didn't know Hmm. that I was like my new inspiration to create new music. So I'm super flexible, to be honest. I don't have limits. Uh, I don't feel like I can put any limits to creating music or concepts for the Inferno Doll. The the concept can vary, the storyline may vary, the music might probably remain in the uh, gothic metal lore. Yeah. Yeah, but I I like to have the flexibility and the capability of... um, playing with this character, playing with the story behind it and just having fun with it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. creative freedom for a character that while I may sometimes tell stories based in uh-huh. life is still fantastical, so you can effectively yeah. shape it as you wish.
1: Exactly. Sometimes our are feelings, sometimes it's something I read, a movie that inspired me, Ooh. a conversation I had with a friend, or events that happened every day it can be anything
0: considering all of that it's you make that sound like literally every minute of every day something is coming your way how do you capture mm-hmm. these moments of imagination are you constantly walking around with a phone recorder, recorder <laughs> ready to capture everything notepads all of that
1: actually i do that <laughs> i'm walking someday and just listening to music while i'm walking around and I have this crazy idea in my head of a song. And I just stop, sit down, take the headphones on, grab the phone and record. Part one of the song, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah. Okay, second part of the song is done. And and then I have words coming to my head and I either write them down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I'm normally carrying my notebook and pen with me or just a notepad on the phone. Every Every time, every day is an opportunity for me to get inspired can be anything seriously but because i like horror and dracula vampires and gothic literature Mm. i tend to transform everything into that
0: um lore (laughs) well of course i mean you've mentioned it briefly but let's touch upon it a bit more the new single renfield um Uh Immediately, for those who are aware, I think a lot of people would be, of course, a character from Dracula. What, why? Why uh, the people might be considering the style of music you've uh, given us over the years might be initially surprised to see you focus on that character, Renfield in particular. Why? Why? Why did you get inspired into that direction?
1: Um. Well, that song. Um. When I brought the idea to Emma, she mm. plays the glissando flute on the track. I, it was a different idea first. And, oh. and the name, like temporary name you put on your songs when you're just starting, it was definitely romantic. And it was a very romantic melody. I just put some piano here, some vocals here, and some screaming here and there no lyrics no not anything then emma i send the uh, demo to emma emma sent me her parts back and then the time went to present the the demo to gabriel and i told him more or less the song is about i didn't have the concept Mm. right away and he's like why don't we make it a little bit more heavy why don't we do this and he started proposing riffs and stuff And it was like, it's it's great, let's work on that. And when that happened, I was like halfway of um, Barbara Humbley's book, Renfield, The Slave of Dracula. And I was so amazed by the book. So many questions are answered in that book. How Renfield became insane. Mm -hmm. Why was he in a sanitarium? so many whys, and um that book answers most of them and i was so inspired by the um by the story and i felt some kind of empathy by the uh, for the character mm-hmm. i felt that he was struggling to to be faithful to his own um creeds and stuff like that but he couldn't because he was being controlled in his mind and I was going through something so weird something in my life was going on that it was somehow similar Mm. I don't know how to explain it so when the song was like um, more uh, more of a demo instead of just a few pianos and some melodies here I started to write like the the words are starting to come and I was okay. I need to I need a title for for this. I'm gonna name it Renfield yeah. because that's in the mood. I mean, like a little bit of craziness, um, mind control, um, independency, yes or no. And I was feeling frustration and just, bah. and then I started to sing and I'm like, this is my tribute to Renfield, <laughs> absolutely. That's how it was born. So yeah, and once I did that, I started kind of doing the same, taking this similar approach to the other songs that will be on the next album. So it's so much inspired by Dracula, everything. And Renfield, I just needed to give it more importance to that character mm. to bring to to try to make them more make him more known. Even yeah. though there's a movie coming, <laughs> they're gonna know everything about him. Yes, but I forget he was. That. Yeah, yeah I forget he was
0: that's coming. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, I just wanted to tell people, you know what, this guy had a had a lot to do. I mean, he helped Dracula to get into the asylum, to get to Mina, mm. and uh, and he dies.
0: <laughs> I, it's a very. It's a very. I mean, the whole. Dracula story itself is dark, but of course it's very mm-hmm. romantic, uh, romanticized perhaps to to even yeah. via certain literature or movies and so on. But the Renville side of thing is often the darker side of things. I think that's why a lot of the time it gets ignored in a media. Mm-hmm. Was that that's an element because of the tracks heavier nature that does come through? Was that really important for you to step away perhaps from a more a heavier romantic style and focus on a darker, the darker side?
1: Honestly, I was not thinking about that. I was just uh, going with each of our creativity with mm. Emma's and Gabriel and mine. And then I was just telling them, you know what, this song is going to be about this. And this is the approach that I want to get. And um, these parts are, will be more like screaming instead of just... Um, singing like clean singing but i wanted to try and make it some what romantic
0: (laughs) it's so yeah i know what you mean because it is and it isn't
1: so (laughs) it it is but it isn't i think um emma's contribution to the song brings a lot of dark romance to the song Mm. oh yeah um if it wasn't for her that song wouldn't be the same absolutely
0: no, for sure. It's a, it's an important aspect of it. it really does come through oh, yeah. a bit as well. The 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 bigger picture then, um, you kind of touched upon it briefly then. You've got a little bit more detail about that. Is it completely and utterly focused in around Dracula?
1: This new era, it is. Mm. Yes. Uh, as I told you, it, it was kind of my saving my my lifeboat or whatever you want to call it, while locked down. And one of the things that um that I've been getting my attention since I've been reading a lot of about vampires and vampire books and Dracula is how lonely they are. Okay. Yep. And I was going through a very lonely stage Mm. of life. (laughs) Like though I'm a loner, I'm, I really like being on my own. I'm not a party animal. I'm very quiet, but the thing is not having the people you grew up with near you or your family and everyone. And it was, uh, I didn't know it was going to be like this when I decided to come to live to another country. Mm. So um, let's say that after I came here in 2016, so just in the pandemic, I realized how much I left behind. So that plus at the same time grabbing the novel, Plus listening to these um, podcasts about vampires and Dracula and <laughs> having so much information from scholars about Dracula and and getting more into the fantasy part of the the, the character mm. and the thing that remains there is they're immortals. They have seen everything and they are lonely. So yes, I use one of my, one of the things that I like the most, Um, one of one of my books that I like the most, because I, I have other favorites, it was Dracula the one I grabbed, and I ins- my biggest inspiration for this new the Doll Era is Dracula, um, and yes, and the characters, situations, and because why not? It's fun.
0: <laughs> I ask all that. I ask that and went to the direction is because of course over the the many decades there have been variations on the dracula story it all amounts to the uh-huh. same the different styles and different visions and different ideas in film um film books everything yeah. And that always creates a sort of interesting area for example based off what i know and have listened to of the inferno door and Mm-hmm. What you're describing here I'm trying to capture uh, two areas where I think okay are these and I'm trying to work out maybe what ones are interesting you more more than anything else so you know potentially uh, do you have an interest in the um, gothic architecture from the British movies with Christopher Lee as Dracula and oh Elements? yes
1: yes oh yes <laughs> oh yes
0: but then Christopher
1: the, Lee yes
0: on the flip side of that I also think to the 90s and the theatrical mm-hmm extremely dare i say over the top wonder of bram stoker's dracula
1: sorry i didn't hear you that
0: uh the over the top the bram stoker's dracula the 90s movie the one with gary oldman and elements like that and... oh
1: yeah actually that that movie is still my favorite <laughs> i i've watched it so many times that i know most of the di- dialogues by heart right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> well
1: yeah the movie um... To be honest, I don't remember which came first, if the movie or the book. Um, mm. but my first reaction to Coppola's Dracula, it was like I belong there. Mm. <laughs> I belong there. Um, I think it was in '92, and I probably watched it. I didn't watch it in the at the cinema. It was probably near to my f- 17th or 18th something like that when I saw the movie um and it's it is crazy how life works because the moment that I started to get the attention from Dracula these new people come to my life and they are like super fans from these uh vampiric um scene or whatever And I was so interested into it. I really like when people explain things to me like um, history class. Mm -hmm. I was never very good in school, but history class, I remember that it was like I could stay there for hours listening to the teacher talking about um, our own history or world history. And and for me, that was very attractive. So the people that I met back then, they introduced me to Dracula in such a way that I was like in love.
0: <laughs> Fascinating, yeah. Well, yeah. There's not. There's. There's nothing better than uh, when you have a, a mild or an interest in something, and you meet somebody who has a vested yeah. interest and, can yeah. in exciting ways. I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was. Imagine me. I was coming from a different city. I was living in the north of Chile, in this very small city. And I didn't know much about, I didn't know anything about rock or metal. Hmm. Just some things here and there. And then I come to live to Santiago and my friends in class, they play this song. It was Biotechist Godzilla from Sepultura. And I was like, what (laughs) is that? (laughs) And yeah, so it's kind of, the perfect timing for different um, moments of my life and they are brought to my music.
0: Considering, I, mean, I, I, I know you probably don't want to reveal too much about what you're currently doing <laughs> because Renfield is, of course, the current mm-hmm. uh, single and that's what we want to focus on. But I just want to get a bigger picture. Of you can tell me if you don't want to answer or not. But is this bigger album conceptual eg are you trying to tell your story of dracula
1: it's not that i'm trying to tell my own story of dracula i each song works good separately um it's not a concept album but the songs are going to be laid in such way that somehow i will be telling you um similar story from that probably you read in the book or from the movie Hmm. there is um for example the part when jonathan harker realizes that dude vampires are real this guy is a vampire and i'm a prisoner in this castle i have a song for that i used to have um sleep paralysis and I remember seeing things when I had that. So the despair that Jonathan Harker describes in the book is similar to the despair that I was feeling when I was like, I can't wake up. Wow. So we have that. We have, I talk about Lucy's possession when Dracula gets her without telling people that Dracula is coming to her room and sucking her blood and turning into a into this beautiful vampire. Hmm. is more about um, being possessed by something that does not belong to you. (laughs) You don't belong to it. Uh, There's a lot of, there's romance, of course. I'm a sucker for dark romance. So of course, you're gonna hear some very romantic songs. Dark, (laughs) of course. And yeah, they are. Pretty much inspired by the novel, by the characters, and by different books that I've read yep. about um, Dracula and vampires in general.
0: Yeah, of so, course. So, yeah. Yeah, of course, it I mean, is. It doesn't, it doesn't a end. lot of
1: vampires and Dracula is coming.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I was intrigued to ask you there because you kind of brought it up there. I mean, um, it doesn't start and end with Dracula. Um, the wh- where where else does your interest lie when it comes to v- vampire stuff? Is there any other fiction or anything else that kind of you point out and say that's a really good inspiration for what I, where I currently am?
1: Um, at this moment, uh, I just keep reading more and more vampire literature, seriously. And there are some that is very good. And there's other ones that I've read that is like uh, boring.
0: <laughs> they,
1: they bring nothing new. But yeah. And...
0: What about the Twilight books?
1: I haven't read those, okay. Uh, I I watched I think not all the movies, but I did watch the movie. They were fun to watch, not my kind of movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I wondered <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they were fun to watch. Um, I honestly, what I want to present in this new album hmm. is it's just um kind of. How can I explain it? Um, is it 1st is it well? Yeah, it's been so much going on, mm. like, um, new country, new friends, new life, new culture, yeah. Um, loneliness, Um, good times, hard times, very hard times. And I just... Seek refuge in the things that I like: drawing, reading, 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 <laughs> reading, reading, reading. And um, yeah.
0: Do you think it's, it's fair to say that Renfield, uh, as that's what people will be able to hear, is? Do you think that that's that is a strong and fair reflection of where all the inspiration currently sits?
1: Yeah, I think it's
0: very clear.
1: I did my best and I'm doing my best to make it very clear that everything that's coming now is about an immortal can be Dracula. Of course I use the inspiration from Dracula but is an immortal realising that is very lonely.
0: <laughs> and I guess the fascination as well as of course as of uh, this comes from the Inferno Door mindset mm-hmm. and the character and so on. Um, and that again I, I, I almost want to throw it away and and a picture a greater imagery more than just an album we're talking elaborate music videos and so on yeah.
1: what
0: you are considering
1: <laughs> yeah actually I had I have the music video for Brainfield already it was very fun to shoot mm. um I went to Regina and I shot with um Eric Labousier, sorry, friend, if I'm destroying your last name, <laughs> and with Emma as well. She's in the video, and actually, in spoiler alert, <laughs> she, her um, performance in the video, she is like a vampire hunter mm. because you're going to see Renfield like deranged, desperate, in chains, like, <laughs> and suddenly he's out. And he is a vampire, and so Emma in the video is going after this vampire. And at the uh, end of the video, they face each other, but you don't know how it ends. The open of the ending of the video is is open. Of course. <laughs> yes, and there's another one that I also shoot the same on that trip. Um, that's probably gonna be the second single that I release. I'm not quite sure yet. And those are the most elaborated music videos that I have right now. Um, the same person that shot and directed my video for Ghost Waltz oh, yeah. is the one that, yeah, is the same one for Renfield, the same one for the next one that I'm not going to say the name, yes, just to not ring the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would like and I would love to keep experimenting with that like the visuals and see how we all can collaborate with each other and Eric he was amazing to work with I just gave him the idea he came back with a script and all the things that we were going to do and he understood everything it's so easy to work with people that understands your vision so he makes it so easy for me
0: <laughs> it is a, it is so lucky to find a person like that
1: oh yeah it is And yeah, let's see what else I can do. And what I'm more excited about is how am I going to bring all this to the stage?
0: Yes, there's that aspect of course as well because theatrics are so... I did
1: it once (laughs) before I left Chile, like a few weeks before I put up a show the Inferno Doll. And it was just like, as I said, I imagined it. um, Shot some visuals in the background. I had this... Thing going on on stage all the time, where I was changing my outfit on stage, like living like one layer off, one layer off, one layer off, and I had a dancer and some friends that were singing in specific songs from the album. So we performed "Domination" from beginning to end, and it was great. And it was I was if I was able to do that once with a full band, why can't I do it with less musicians and do something fun like presenting a play that's how I see it that's what I want I would love to do that like this is a play it's not just a show I'm yeah that's I put it out there it's gonna it's it's gonna happen and in funny thing is that the people that I've met here they all can help they all have told me that they can help like probably designing something or brainstorming how I can do it um props probably or a dancer here and stuff like that and I'm like okay this is great I'm not alone here
0: no it's just a matter of time and getting there I mean that's the thing as we're talking here um I feel like we need to come back uh, yeah Couple of months further down the line when we can properly fully talk about a released <laughs> album and properly dive into the songs. oh my up. gosh yeah <laughs> because ultimately this is about getting to know you and of course renfield it is out on the 18th of november correct
1: 18th of november
0: there it is 18th of november the first 18th of november the first single um very exciting i've had a chance to listen to it i really really enjoyed it but then i'm actually i almost because of reviews I almost forget sometimes but I reviewed her last EP and loved that as well so
1: oh was- nice <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. glad that you liked it oh. <laughs> we, we,
0: we, uh, we've had a longer relationship the website us uh, as a group with with you then uh, sometimes we remember ourselves
1: oh nice I yeah I've seen you guys but I've never seen any of you so
0: <laughs> around until now me. We're (laughs) hanging around in miserable England. It's November. It's raining outside. Um... It's
1: snowing outside. (laughs) 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 Want to (laughs) trade?
0: Yes, actually, I do. I like snow. It would be
1: lovely. It would be lovely going there.
0: (laughs) Laura, we will return to this uh, when we can properly talk and really bite into, pun not intended, bite into the album. um, For sure. But for now, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's been a pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me and anytime whenever you want to talk about vampires let me know <laughs>
0: <laughs> fantastic okay um yeah hopefully like i said um when 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 uh when we get further along on that path we can meet back up and uh, we'll go into depth in it um but this was wonderful sure. uh, again bye. oh
1: i had a lot of fun thank you so much for this the questions were super fun to answer it was a pleasure ch- chatting with you
0: no worries Seriously. All, right. <laughs> all right take care enjoy the rest of your day
1: take care see you
0: Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL.